Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. Yeah, let's get this show started, Brad. Oh, yeah. Welcome back to the final cast. I'm your host, Josh. And I'm just an idiot, Brad. It's Brad, Mr. I Can't Grow Facial Hair. I know. I look like an idiot. Brad. My dad can't either, though. It's in our jeans or something stupid. Yeah. I look like a dirty hillbilly. Instead, dude. <laughs> ah, bad joke time. <laughs> so, how's life treating you? Oh, uh, pretty good. You were on no. vacation, man. Oh, that was two or three weeks ago already. I know. Man. Not yeah. really. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, and then last week we didn't record because uh, you had a. Yeah, let's not talk about that, dude. <laughs> yeah. Private matter. But uh, yeah, man. So Brad and I uh, decided to kind of throw together something so we could get caught back up. And we're going to talk about GoPros. Um, just as a heads up, my GoPro experience is very, very limited. I've bought them once. have Hero 8s. So that's what we're going to talk about. Well, I, um, I've never used them. Well, I take it back. I've used them a few times, but I'm not an yeah. expert. But I, I, I know you've used them more than I have. So, Not an expert, but I've paid attention to some of the stuff that's available for people to be able to use. So I'll kind of go over a little bit of how I have mine set up. Um, and uh, we'll kind of go from there, man. So Sounds good. All right. Where do you want to so, start? Like I said, I have three GoPro Hero 8s and one Hero 7. Um, I bought these last year. I want to say maybe last year or yeah. Yeah. because the, They weren't new models at the time, were they? The Hero 8 was. But okay. I think um, I caught them on sale. Um, so they were... Uh, um, 
obviously a lot more cheaper. Well, it was like a hundred dollars off the cameras. So, Jeez. and then the Hero Seven was on sale too. So I ended up buying three of them and um, the Hero Eights and then the Hero Seven. Um, one of the things, and I can't remember who turned me on to these. The thing I was trying to do was set up to do more video content for Paddle and Finn. Oh, yeah. But uh, my personal stuff got in the way last year. Obviously, I took that hiatus off the podcast for a while, and I didn't have access to my computer. Um, so that stuff kind of fell through, and I've been obviously still dealing with the uh, aftermath of the stuff from last year still. So I never kind of gotten – I've hardly fished this year, really, to be honest with you. I mean, I maybe fished like 10 times total this year. What? So – yeah, ten to fifteen crazy, maybe, man. and um, I've just, been out seventy two times. <laughs> oh man, I wish I had been too, but it's just been uh, a lot of uh, changes personally going on. So yeah, but hopefully next year I can kind of get back on track with you know doing more video content for Paddle and Finn. Um, I think that's something that we're sort of lacking a little bit. Yeah, and that we can help uh, grow by doing some short video stuff. So. And get some YouTube's YouTube uh, viewers and yeah. Brian mentioned something about starting a new channel too for just random videos like that for Pound on Finn. Yeah, wouldn't be a so bad yeah, idea. That'd be cool. I'd be down to do stuff like that because I, I did videos like that for a while just using my iPhone. Yeah, uh, I think it was like over the winter. Yeah, and then you know we do the live stuff, but I'm not a big fan of the live stuff just because of it's really hard to fish and be paying attention to comments yeah you're trying to engage people because they're engaging you and then also it's it's not you know we i mean we even do the live show right and our live show doesn't get a lot of people sitting down and watching it live and that's how it is for a lot of kayak fishing content that the live stuff struggles a little bit here and there i mean you know some some of the other network stuff is will have you know a decent one but you know even like a hundred people watching isn't very much yeah yeah i remember scott butcher bringing in big numbers on his like that it's like 120 140 but it's really when you think about it it's not that much you know when you look at you know people who do stitch the gaming stuff or whatever you know oh, like yeah the numbers are thousands aren't really there but i do think we could gain traction by doing you know short fishing related videos or you know or like brad and brian and jay out there doing short hunting stuff and mm-hmm. you know uh that sort of thing because i mean uh, obviously it's it's something that we sort of lacking and it's i think we can make an improvement there so that was kind of my goal last year but yeah, uh, like I, was, I said, it fell through. So, yeah, I was doing like uh, product review videos, like you yeah. know, four to s- seven minutes long, and that was fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, it's. Um, I'd like, I'd like to get back to doing that too, and I think it's something you and I could try to work on together is doing that and going out like somewhere nice. You know what I mean? Where we're not like in our driveway or whatever like that. Like, yeah. I mean, there's nothing yeah. wrong with that because it's really cool sometimes to see the rigging videos like that. But where we could shoot some action scenes, that sort of thing of, you know, whatever product is it's being used. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's one thing to have it just, 
you know, somewhere away from all the noise too. Exactly. Especially for you. Cause you live on a busy street. So yeah. Which reminds me, I, I got home today and there was a lady broke down right in the front of my driveway. So my, the road slopes into the driveway and she, mm-hmm. her car just died right in front of the driveway. <laughs> and it looked like she was about to pull in and pull back out. She sat there for like two hours and I had to park yeah. like down the street. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, you live on definitely uh, a super busy street. So, yep. I mean, I, I told you the story how I almost got hit by a dump truck out there, right? No. <laughs> you know that curb that separates your drive yeah. lane from the main road? Uh-huh. Uh, when I was a teenager, I was like probably 18 or 19. I worked for the city of Kettering. And that curb that separates the main road from the side road is notorious for growing weeds on it. Mm-hmm. And so once in a while we would be tasked to go out there with the spray truck with some weed control and spray that curb line. And I was walking on the curb line and spraying at the same time. And I, and I kind of like stutter stepped and took a step off right when a dump truck went by. Jeez. Oh, I mean, like I could have been any, I was probably like five to six inches away from the mirror. Like, that's crazy. Like it went right over my head. So yeah, people hit that curb all the time, and I just laugh because there there was one time somebody hit it, and you could hear it is boom. I think their tire popped. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> that thing is vicious. It's tall, and it's it's probably what like 10, 10 inches, maybe even a foot oh, wide. Yeah, something like that. And it's tall too. It's not like a little like yeah, like eight curb. inches. Tall. It's just a big block that runs the whole length of that area. It's a weird <laughs> setup, really, but. Anyways, let's uh, let's hit up the GoPros. So um, there's a lot of different takes on which GoPro is the best. Um, obviously, each year they update software, they redesign and come up with better lenses. Um, I, I don't know which one it is. I know it's a past one, uh, mm-hmm. but I remember hearing people talk about how great, like it might have been the Hero 3 or 4. I'm not, like I said, I'm not hundred percent sure. And how great the battery life was. In. I think that was the one I had the three. It, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Like my battery, when I fully charge uh, a GoPro lithium battery, the little ones that come with them, it, it fully charge reads 50 minutes. And obviously you could probably extend that by going down in the video quality, you know, from like a 1080 to a 720 or whatever. Um, I don't shoot, I have the ability to shoot in 4k, but I don't, uh, for just the 1080 is so pretty sharp yeah. and looks good anyways. And I'm not, I'm actually not a giant fan of 4k. I think the, it the looks video weird. I think it looks weird, man. It makes stuff look almost fake when you yeah. watch it on TV. Um, like the motion looks weird. It doesn't look natural. And I don't know, it it just might be me, but anytime I I, try to watch 4k, I'm like, it's just bothers me for some reason. No, I completely get what you're saying. Cause I, I, I walked into my mom's house one time. She had one of those TVs. I was like, I've seen this movie. It looks weird on this TV. Yeah, (laughs) it does. It's, it's definitely a, I I mean, after a while you get used to it and Mm -hmm. you appreciate it. But for me, just, it saves on disk space. Um, I don't have, like I have the, you know, like the standard, you know, micro disc that comes with it and it doesn't hold that much. So one of the things I, I wanted to do when I set up the GoPros was to externally 
hardwire them so I could hook mm-hmm. them up to my um, my Dakota lithiums. Yep. And um, because I didn't want to change out batteries. And what I found was, and I cannot remember for life of me who it was. It was somebody on Facebook. I want to say it was Rich Biggie, maybe. Um, I don't know if you know who he is or if you're friends with him, but if you can't see that it's, I have an aluminum case for this and it's a waterproof connection right here for, to externally hardwire it. And it's by three BR power sports and, um, they're pricey. They're like, I think at the time they were like between 50 and 60 bucks a piece, but these things are like solid, man. It's, it looks nice. Yeah, and you still have the ability mm-hmm. to utilize, you know, uh, it's got the accessory port mm-hmm. right here on the top, and you still have access to the power button and the record button, obviously. And it comes, I, you can order a different lengths cord. I ordered the longest one, which was about 60 inches, so it's going to be approximately like, you know, five feet long. Yep. So it is, um, I bought... Two, two like that, I think. Yeah. So I bought two like that. Um, I was going to do like a chest mount and or um, a hat mount uh, mm-hmm. for the other Hero 8. I have two Hero 8s in the um, in aluminum casing that I would uh, use for the shots that were mounted to the boat. I have this one obviously on the Yak Attack, uh, Yak Attack arm. I can't remember what this one's called, to be honest with you. It's the uh, kind of longer portrait, a panfish portrait. Yeah, maybe. I get confused with all of those. And then it ha- I have the boomstick also. And um, so what I've found I liked was that one that Aaron Steiger used to do. It was kind of like over the shoulder, but off to the side, you know, yeah. instead of just directly behind you. And then I would set this one up in front of me. And then I have the Hero 7. And the Hero 7, I actually just have on that old Yak Attack dog bone extension, the one with all the foam. And my plan is to use that for, like, releases. Mm-hmm. So I could stick it because it's waterproof, um, which the camera itself is waterproof. It's just when you try to hardwire it, that makes it you, – you're opening the port, basically. You know what I'm saying? Because it has yeah. a rubber piece there that seals it and makes it waterproof. But as soon as you, if you were to try to hard, hard line the camera, basically without that case, it's not going to be waterproof at that point. That's why I bought those cases for it Mm. or the cage, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That that was the issue I had when, when I uh, wanted to do all that too. It's like, how do I keep it waterproof? I don't think back when I had one, I don't think they had all these cases and stuff like that. Yeah, and so, I don't, now the cameras though are waterproof themselves. So oh, as are long they? As you, yeah, as long as the newer ones are waterproof, but it's like I said, as soon as you open the port to put like a cable into it, it's not waterproof. Then oh, I got so you. the case has like a gasket and stuff that helps seal that port when you're hardwiring it. That's why I bought those. I got you. And That's cool. um, you know, the thing is, is I always heard that one thing that GoPro. And this is prior to having the Hero 8 really lacked on was microphone quality. Yeah. So a lot of people wore like lapel style with a wireless connection or they had a hard wire for it. 
And um, I mean, I think if I remember correctly, you know, um, Matt Nelson and the Yak mm -hmm. Angler. Yep. He, you know, records, but he was actually digitally. I don't know if he still does this or not. And I, if I remember, because I asked him about it or he. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Either A, I asked him about it, or B, he, somebody asked him and he, I read his comments about it. But he actually digitally records <clears throat> his voice separate from the camera and then edits yeah. the voice file into his that, footage. Yeah, that makes sense because like his voice is so soft spoken. Yeah, and it's, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's, I always thought it sounded, sounded yeah, really it's good. It's really calm sounding too, a lot of times. Yeah. Um, what I'd like to do with these is eventually just get a wireless mic, you know, and have it connected to the GoPro. Um, if you remember, what's that company that we were using the microphone at, at the, um, at the, uh, at the shows over the wintertime on Ricketts camera road or something like that. It's, it's a weird name. Anyways, they make that little boom mic that can go on top yeah, of the camera. On top of like his Sony. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. Now, if you remember, Butcher, when he when those uh, new Yak Attack boomsticks came out, Butcher had his GoPro set up, and one of them had one of those. So you could set that up to do that as well. Now, does it mess with the waterproof, uh, you know, of it? It's mm -hmm. possible. Um, but, you know, there are other, you know, you could get external mics like that, you know, whether you want to do a wireless setup or not. Um the thing, though, that I was really impressed with when I bought my Hero 8 was it had seven. This Hero 7 has it, but they had upgraded that software for image stability. And it it's pretty amazing, man. So when I um, the one time I met up with Ryan over on the Mad River, I had my GoPros with me that day. And I, I think I shared a video that I edited with you. Mm -hmm. um in the group and i wanted to see what everybody's opinion of it was oh, yeah. and like how to improve the transitions and one of the things that i shot was me carting the kayak um through the gravel and op over the road and that camera angle held up really really good there was mm -hmm. shaking still yeah but not what there should have been like it cut it out probably by 80 percent, just to guess this like Aren't the new cameras, don't they have like some stability type thing built yeah, in? Well, now? yeah, it's software. So it's like, yeah, it, it, yeah. and it, the Hero 8 had an upgraded version. I think it was called 2.0, like image stability 2.0. And the 7 huh. might have been the first one that had it. And um, the other thing that I was pretty impressed by was the microphone. Like, um, it's not the best, but it's sufficient. You know what I mean? It worked a lot better than I i had anticipated yeah um because me and mike grimsley were up near lake erie and we fished this little like wildlife area and um it was like a marsh area and it was super windy that day and i was able to hear myself surprisingly well in the video like it should have been totally trashed and it yeah. wasn't huh 
Yeah, that's the that's the one thing I didn't like about the GoPro that I had is just the quality inside the case on my chest harness, like that mixed with the video quality, mixed with the camera angles. Like this is not any good. <laughs> yeah, they're um, they're much nicer now, um, and uh, you know they're expensive. You know, I, I think when I bought mine. Oh, they were running like three ninety nine a piece, something like that. I figured it'd be more than that. Yeah. Uh, well, but, at the time it was like three ninety nine, and then I think the Hero Seven was one ninety nine or something. Yeah. So, but um, um, I bought a couple extra batteries um, just for the chest mount camera, and then I figured I'd only need like a single battery to do the fish release type stuff. So yeah. But yeah, man, it's um. There, it's pretty good quality. I mean, you've seen a couple of the videos that I, you know, messed around with editing wise, and you know, showed it to you guys, and it's 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 pretty good. It does, um, you know, and this is why I kind of want to change the microphone. Like, so when you have a kayak, obviously you can hear a lot of reverberation of sound through the kayak into the yeah into the actual camera. So like, you'll hear if you have a pedal drive, you'll hear that. Um, if you drop noise. something, you're going to hear it. You know what I mean? Like you'll hear it like it. you can hear the boat sound really well. Yeah. Like, um, or, or like the Hobie uh, pedal drive squeak. Yeah. Like you can fix it up pretty well. Like you can hear the Jackson grind of the yeah. drive. So, yeah. Um, and it's not just the sound that you're hearing of it ha- like coming off of it. It's like you're hearing it come through the boat, through the arm, into the camera. Like <laughs> – it sounds like almost like the the microphone is inside your kayak and it, yeah it i got it like that but um so that's one reason i'd like to kind of redo the approach of the audio but um overall man i i, I love the cameras i love the picture quality of it it's pretty sharp um you know the added ability to buy those cases to make it waterproof was a big huge plus for me um you know, and like I said, I don't know. I can't remember, or not, at least I know from the seven up, those cameras were, you know, were waterproof. So mm-hmm. like, you don't have to hardwire it. Just know that if you're shooting a lot of, um, a lot of content, you know, like a whole day's fishing, you're gonna be changing batteries like crazy. Yeah, know? that's yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. I'd definitely hardwire it too. I think Jay has a video on paddle and fins youtube of his setup maybe yeah i think i remember or maybe he talked to me about it i don't remember yeah maybe that's something we can do in the future also is just kind of go through and kind of go over what what i have and kind of show people the way i set it up and um one of the things i wanted to touch base on too and i don't know when this came into effect at all because i don't know that much about the gopros but you know i kind of wanted to share my experience of what i had but I um and I learned this from Fluke Master, and he was like, um, you know, editing is a pain in the butt, right? Um, if you're one person, you're gonna go out and you want to shoot the whole day. You're gonna have hours upon hours of video footage you want to go through, unless you're really good about flagging, you know, at certain points. And I'm not even sh- I don't even know my GoPro well enough to know how to flag, you know, a certain time. Yeah. And I'm like, I am not about to try to write this down either. So um, there's something called a looping mode. 
And yep, basically what that does is you pick like a certain amount of time for the GoPro to record. And if for those who aren't familiar, when GoPro records, it records in segments and they run like when you bring up your files to upload, it's like, here's five minutes, here's five minutes, here's five minutes, here's five minutes and so on. Um, you know, that probably increases the longer, but I've always ran mine in looping mode based off of mm -hmm. Fluke Masters, um, you know, his, his setup, he was like, I didn't want to go through a ton of stuff because there's just tons and tons of dead space, you know, yeah, just motoring around in the kayak or whatnot. Catching a bunch of dinks. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, and so basically what loop mode does is you can record like a certain amount of time. And then once you loop out that time and you're still recording, it starts to rewrite that first five minutes or say I did five minutes. Right. So it'll start back at minute one. And those five minutes will be like five one minute blocks. And it's going to rewrite over that first minute and then the second minute and then third minute and the fourth mm. minute. So then what you do is you can just constantly record. And when you want to save something that happened, you can shut off the record option. And it's going to save that section of loop prior to that happening, basically. Uh, so whatever what, event that you wanted to keep. So if you caught if you caught like a really nice fish on camera at like four forty seven seconds, it'll keep recording over the first minute. Just the of first the last minute. one? Yeah, over the previous one. So like you probably okay, so you won't lose that video at all then. Yeah. I gotcha. So like when I did um like when I did was at St. Clair and I recorded that. If I caught a fish and stuff and I got it in the boat, I would say, you know, like GoPro because mine's voice activated. I'd say GoPro stop recording and it'll stop recording at that point. So I have the fish catch saved and you know a minute or a couple minutes prior to it happening because really oh, you're not gotcha. usually fighting a small mouth or whatever for more than you know for more than five minutes really it should be yeah, unless i've never caught super, one unless it's super super deep or something weird you yeah. know or you're not catching the small mouth but a big ass catfish maybe or whatever That's... so you but you can lengthen that loop mode it you know what i mean it okay, doesn't yeah. have to be five minutes you can do it and you know, 50, I, I don't remember exactly what each time frame is. So you can do it like that as well. And what it does is it saves your disk space. So you don't have to go out and buy this huge, you know, gigabyte type or however much they are. I don't even know, you know what I mean, offhand. But there's, you know, micro disks that are really, really have a big file thing. And those things aren't cheap. Like when you get up there, man, you're looking at $100 for one of those little disks, you know, for Jeez. a high quality one. That's crazy. Um, they could be cheaper now. Who knows? But I remember like, dude, I do not want to buy, you know, real super <laughs> expensive ones. I don't, after learning how to utilize that looping mode, I was like, there's no reason to change these out. I have, I don't even think I've come close to filling one. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. even having them out for a long time. Now, if you want to not mess with that and you are into that, yeah, you're, you want to, you're going to go through eight, nine hours of, you know, video then obviously you would want to have a much bigger, you know, memory card. It's in that GoPro. So, but <laughs> that was my thing. So it may, it makes editing it, dude, it's a breeze. Like, Oh yeah. It just seems like a lot of work. Like I, I don't even know, like all that work just to have like a couple thousand subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
I'm lazy. The thing is, is that what I like about it is it's kind of fun to watch it and catch it. And then you could kind of, the other thing I like to do is kind of be able to critique myself and say, Hey, you know, uh, I did that wrong. Like one thing that I was learning that I was doing wrong real bad is I was notorious for dropping my rod tip down oh, um, yeah. while, while fighting a fish, you know? Um, and so that was, a you know, and I, I even have, I think even on the video, you can't really hear him, but Grimsley's like, you keep dropping that rod tip. You're going to lose that fish. You know what I mean? <laughs> like making fun of me and stuff. Well, it's on video. It's hilarious, but yeah. It's kind of different with smallmouth, though, man. You got to stick out tip in the water sometimes to keep them down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but you also have tension on it. What I was doing is yeah. letting tension out of the line. Oh, you know what I mean? Goodness. Like, yeah. And uh, it was just for a second. It was just something I didn't kind of realize that I was doing. Was that it? It's not. It wasn't me necessarily dropping the rod tip. It was me not reeling when I did it. Oh, you know what I mean, God. like my timing was off. On. Yeah, like my timing was off. So when I was going, I would go to try to control the fish a certain direction. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't putting pressure on the fish by reeling in at the same mm -hmm. time. So I've done that before. Yeah. I mean, everybody does. I don't care who you are, how professional you are. There's going to be times where, you know, it happens and you can keep all the tension in the world on it and keep pressure on that fish and it still throws it. So, uh, yeah, heck there's times where people horse them in and they lose them. Yeah. There's tension on it the whole time. So I mean, I have I, a buddy who's notorious for skiing his fish. Like he, <laughs> I've never seen anybody reel as hard and fast and it could be like a 19 inch small amount. It's like ta -ta 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 across the top of the that, water. See, that's not any fun, man. I like it's fun to just freaking let them dig deep. That's the, that's I don't the mind a little fight, but I do try to get my fish in. So I don't stress them out super yeah. bad, you know? So I will try to get them in as quickly as I can. And I think that's why my timing was off and that, mm -hmm. you know, like if even with somebody telling me that it was, you know, that still doesn't, it was me visually finally seeing it on video that kind of like really helped it. But the whole GoPro thing, setting, setting it up, man, I'll tell you like with the yak attack that, um new mounting way what was it the lock and load system so those things stay on my kayak and are so easy to move yeah. like so setting up the cameras does not take any time at all and then what's nice also is that my cameras are in loop mode they're in that mode now i don't have to go in oh, there. okay so you just kind of want to go yeah the one thing that is a pain in the ass is because i externally hardwire them and they don't have batteries in them it never saves the time and the date. So every time I turn them on, I have to um, either a manually set the date in, or I just do what I do. And I don't care what the date is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's almost like zero, zero, zero across the board. I don't, you know, I don't care what the date and time is. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's they're pretty easy. Once you get them kind of set up initially, it's not that bad. So, so when you do the hard wire, do you coil the wire up the pole, like around it? Yeah, on the big one I do, and um, you kind of have to. And the thing is, is even with that pole, it's a little on the short side. So when I run that battery, you know how I have that the old Dakota um, – oh, God, I always forget the name of it. The one in the neoprene pouch. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions 
that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Oh, the um, Nakwa thing? No, 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 no. It's a Dakota Lithium. It's uh, a 20-amp-hour battery, and I bought it. It was the original one I bought for my fish finder. Huh. And um, I have a 23 now also, but the 23 goes in my yak power box. You know, yeah. it's wired up like that. And that sits up front so I can hook up my fish finder. But with the U- it's got, a you know, two US- USB ports. So my front facing camera is hooked into that. And there's plenty of cord. You know, there's mm-hmm. plenty, plenty of cord because I bought the 60 and it's, you know, only maybe two feet, if that, away. You know, but that the boomstick one... The longer one, that thing I got to use the the uh, neoprene covered Dakota lithium. I can't remember what's called, dude. Offhand, it was man. it was right before they had the power box, man, and they discontinued it. But anyways, oh, it, that really? thing that thing is super mobile, really. So I can actually set it up and plug it in. But that cord is like, you know, it's right there. It's just fitting it, and it just works. It's tight, mm-hmm. you know. But I do wrap that around the uh, boomstick too. So, so how how big how big is that battery uh, that one? you're talking about in the neoprene sleeve? Uh, Twenty amp. Well, it's I mean, like size wise, it's two tens together, basically glued oh, okay. together. So, huh? I, I've I never seen that. You've seen mine. I've I've showed it to you before. It's um, uh, I can't remember. They don't make it anymore. They don't make that. 20 amp hour battery they just started doing a 23 so um but it was discontinued like fairly quickly after i uh after i bought it i think the next year they'd stopped making it when they did the power box so interesting but it uh it works you know it's way it's a lot of battery power for the camera obviously i don't need that much but vortex 50 yep well, okay. it was a vortex, but it was a twenty. So gotcha. I'm looking at it right now. I found it. Huh. Yeah. So uh, yep. It, like I said, it's a ton of power for just the GoPro. Um, yeah. I use that thing though on my fish finder too. If I wanna, if I wanna do, which I rarely do, but if I wanna take the fish finder out on the river, I'll use that instead, just because it's it's smaller, you know, mm-hmm. than having the the yak power box and the in the kayak. So. Cause it yeah. fits real nice up, up underneath, uh, the, um, the front and the back of the kayak. So, you know how I have that little overhang area. Mm-hmm. So it fits up in there real easy. Sweet. Uh, the only complaint I've ever really had with that battery though, was I think moisture kind of holds in that neoprene and it's yeah, I can see that. my connections. And I think that's oh, really? why, yeah, it's, um, it was something I fight like every season I'll, take those out and clean them off and regrease those connections, the terminals and stuff. So, mm. yeah, they send those little grease packets with those batteries, I think. So yeah. Like, yeah. But, huh. but yeah, so it's a simple setup. Uh, it's, I mean, well, not really. It's three cameras or four cameras really, but I've not, you know, I haven't done a lot of stuff with it yet. Like I said, last year kind of fell apart and so i kind of got away from it and then this year i've hardly fished so a lot of times when i've gone out it's been sort of last minute so i just pack light and go i, I know man we haven't even fished this year i don't even, i haven't even fished a lake this year dude 
I've hardly fished a lake. <laughs> I ain't complaining one bit. <laughs> but, you know, like I went out and I did that tournament. I did the um, – uh, I wish you Miami, would have that on video. The Little Miami River Charity Tournament. Oh, oh. you're talking about that one where I did – yeah. Yeah. Dude, that would have been crazy. <laughs> you probably wouldn't be able to see much, though, because it was fairly dark out still. Yeah. I mean, it was – it was the first hour of daylight. The sun had definitely come up, but it would have been a little hard to see. But I mean, I think my reaction the whole time would have been worth it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And in, in the first 20 minutes of that, I had those two 19s on the board. And that's freaking sweet. Dude, me and Justin got into them this weekend like yeah, that. I saw that. I saw man, that, man. He, he caught a 19 and two 18s in like the first hour. I was like, yeah. dang, dude, this is crazy. What do you catch them on? Um, spinnerbait. Spin- the oh, okay. disco lemonade. Shout out to my, Michael Teach. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I went out with the kids. We didn't last long. They got really bored, and I hooked into a really good fish actually, and it was on. Um, oh gosh, what was that on? Dude, it was a tank, and it might have been a catfish. I didn't see it. I saw a black tail. And that was all that I saw that came up and then it, um, it popped off and the lure came shooting back and hit Zachary. (laughs) He's like, ow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm waiting. I, you know, I'm expecting the worst, like it's pinned to his cheek or something. And it it wasn't, but what was that? That that picture you sent us of them was hilarious. (laughs) They were so bored, dude. Like, (laughs) They were sitting there just like laid back, like, can we go? And I'm like, <laughs> you know, like we had fished for a little bit and, it, and I was, I was really upset because you guys, everybody was talking about how good they were doing and I'm expecting to go out there and kill it, you know, and let them reel it in. Whatever I hooked though was huge. Like Zachary yeah. couldn't tur- turn the reel, like you couldn't turn the handle on it. And I felt it and I was like, dude, this is a good fish. And then all of a sudden it just broke off and... go ahead was that on sunday yeah yeah sunday was awful i went out for a couple hours i could not get a bite yeah it was um i don't know man i don't was the water dirtier on sunday than it was saturday yep it was rising it was okay it was it looked pretty muddy so i'm trying to (laughs) oh it was on a chatterbait dude it was on a black and blue chatterbait and i mean it, I had that thing and I let, I probably should. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was so bright that day. That's dude, I'm like, Hey, let me take a picture of you guys. And they're like, we can't see. <laughs> That's that probably funny. ruined my poor kid's vision with one picture, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, I didn't even think about it. I was like, Oh, the light looks good on him. Hey, you guys look, look back here. Let me snap your picture. And they're like, that was all I could get. That was like, they look back and it. I happened to snap it at the right time when they both look back. Cause I mean, a millisecond afterwards, they looked away. Cause it was so that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. But um, yeah. yeah, I hooked one with a chatterbait, man. I threw that thing for a long time and, and the water was so dirty. I mean, I threw a Kytec for a little bit, but I was like, they probably came and really sense that I've ran out of wicked willows. So that oh, was geez. sad. <laughs> that is sad. I haven't really thrown it much recently, <laughs> but I gave yeah. a, I threw a crankbait for a while. Um, 
I threw top water because uh, when I did the Little Miami River charity tournament, I did get some uh, top water bites. So, yeah, that, um, that's a good river for top water. The Great Miami, I have a hard time with top that's water. A, but me. see, that was what I caught all those fishing in the, um, oh, in yeah. the CKF 150 mile was the popper, man. Yeah. That thing was on fire that day. I mean, I haven't had, I hadn't had a top water day like that in forever. And for it to be on the river was just, you know, just brownie points, basically. That just made it better. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. But you got any other questions about the GoPros, man? I like I said, I don't know much about them. So, I mean, you know, I'm just I was just here to listen to your setup. Yeah, like I said, um, they just keep getting better each each year. Um, you know, you if you are looking for a camera um they are notoriously on sale a lot of times right now it might be hard i don't know what it's like for the supply chain for gopro uh i would assume it might be tough to get them sometimes yeah maybe not i don't know people might not be buying them just because they are kind of uh you know they're pretty pricey if you're gonna buy them you know and uh, when i when i saw them go on sale in the hero seven like the hero eights and hero sevens were on sale uh i jumped on it um and bought all of them at one time you know i remember because you were like do you want one i can buy it for you i'm like uh, I can't no. afford it. <laughs> <laughs> but i i'm i've always been impressed with the hero eight a lot of people talked crap about it um you know with the voice control stuff the voice control stuff can be kind of a pain to use um especially on a windy day um it yeah. You know, because I'll be like, GoPro, stop recording. And I look like an idiot because I'm out there yelling to myself, yeah. you know, and then one of them will turn off and the other one won't, you know. So a lot of times I got to kind of turn around and make sure if it shut off or not. But um, but I, I've had days where the wind is kind of on the lighter side and they're on point. So uh, what is cool, too, about it is you can actually control them from your phone. You know, you can link them up to the phone and be able to control them that way. I do not know, though, if you're able to, I don't think you can do multiple at the same time, like, you know, be able to turn them on at the same time using your phone. I think it links up just to one via Bluetooth so the other one can't. So, like I said, usually what I end up doing is I'll uh, set it up before I launch, turn them on. Uh, you know hit record and let them go because it's going to you know with with the ones like if i was doing a chest mount i would be obviously right there and i could turn it on and off mm -hmm. no problem yeah so with the with the ability to hardwire them like that i'll just turn them on before i even launch hit record and go you know so and uh they're waterproof so it's nice but you know it's it is an investment and you know, hopefully uh, I'll start doing more video stuff of it. So I, I'd like to get one just to make like short clips for Instagram or something, but yeah, dude. And it, what's really nice is with the new ones, like it's got good, good video quality. So like, even if you wanted to shoot like with the image stability in there, like if I was to do like a product review video with you, 
um, and we had like somewhere that was relatively quiet, like it'd probably come out pretty good. You know what I mean? I, I don't think we'd have complaints because I know you've shot your ones before with your wife's camera and that's a decent, that's a good camera, you know? Yeah. Um, one thing that I've always been big on and is I like good quality imaging, but I think in my biggest like gripe, if I ever watch a fishing video or whatever is the sound. Like I don't, I, there's nothing worse than where, where it sounds like, 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 shit. like, <laughs> or if you can barely hear the person, you yeah, know, I mean? like, you know, it's like, what? you know, I can't, I can't hear them. It's real muffled or, you know, whatever, or there's an echo or whatever. That'll just drive me crazy. Like, yeah, and, that's... and I'll take, I'll take, I'll take bad quality, uh, video over bad quality audio. So mm -hmm. that's the one thing I, I'm, I want to make sure that I set up, set up good. Cause I've thought about doing like a wireless mic and then getting like, you know, like a wind, the wind thing for it. I don't even know wind screens, whatever the little furry things yeah. and wiring it. Right. And having the pack on my, um, PFD, mm -hmm. but like have the wire and maybe pin, I'd like to try it. I don't know how well it worked, but maybe pin the mic on the inside of my hat like maybe that, that would work. shield but then i'd be afraid of you know is Fling it gonna it rub off. i don't think it would rub you know what i mean but oh i, got I don't you. and that wire would be kind of weird maybe but hell dude it'd get worn. like a csi thing that goes behind your ear <laughs> right i look like you know secret agent yacker <laughs> that's funny but now, yeah, i'm with man. you on the freaking sound quality though i'm like that with podcasts if there's a podcast and there's like a guest that has bad quality. I'll turn it off. <laughs> I'm like, I can't yeah. do it. And here's the other cool thing, man. Like, so you have, you have your camera arm still. Uh, yeah. So I could give, because I have four, like if we went out, I could give you two of them to use. It's not like I need to have, you know, four cameras, you know, <laughs> by any means. And, or, you know, be like, here, use this camera today, set it up, you know, and, off you go, dude. And it's, you know, we can get both perspectives throughout the day and that'd be cool. So can you hook that to the same battery you have a fish finder hooked up to? Would yeah. that be possible? Yeah. It won't cause any interference or something stupid. I don't think so. I don't think the draw is big enough to do that. So makes sense. Yeah. I figured a GoPro would last, I don't know, like 12 days on a 10 amp hour battery. Yeah, dude. Like on my, uh, Even more. I mean, I know some guys who use, they use like a smaller kind of battery pack. Um, there's a dude in Kentucky. I can't remember his name. He, he, he went over how he set his up and he set his up. He's got like a battery pack and I don't know what the amp hour is. Cause he did it in like, it was in thousands. So I don't think it was like 20 amp hour. It was like something kind of different. Um, oh. but he has solar things, yeah. so it charges that battery constantly, you know? Yeah. You're talking about, cause me and Jimmy did an episode about this stuff once before. Yeah. And, uh, he had a battery pack called anchor, I think. And it was in some different kind of units, milliamps yeah. or something, maybe. Yeah. 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 Something like that. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, there's all kinds of different ways to, rig them up you know i would just say if you want to run an external external you know hardwire 
power source like that, make sure that you get a good, you know, waterproof case that, you know, is uh, worth it because, you know, buying this upcoming concert season will be all about the boots and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Buying those two cases, granted, they were $50 to $60 a piece, but I was like, you know, I'd rather spend that than ruin a $300 camera. So, yeah. Hear that? Yeah. So, so far, thumbs up for me. I've loved the picture quality, love the stability in it. Um, you know, it works well. The, uh, the voice control stuff is, can be a little hit or miss, but overall, like I've been pretty happy with it. So, um, yeah, I'd like to, uh, try the tactic cam too, just to yeah. see. The one thing I like about the GoPro though, is being able to view like that camera angle as I'm setting it up, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. and so like I can turn it on and with your phone yeah i can do it like that or like you know it's even got you know it's got a viewfinder a big ass view oh okay back side of it so like as as i'm setting it up running it and you know turning everything on i can see do i like this angle before i launch Mm -hmm. you know i mean you could um you could run run it obviously through your phone too so if you needed to make an adjustment while out on the water you can do that as well, you know, mm. but the problem with that is, especially with the boom one, you're having to like adjust it and look and then like being like, oh, I don't like that, you know, and you've locked it into place. So you got to kind of make an adjustment. It's hard to reach out, you know, to do that on the, the big boomstick style uh, camera yeah. mount. But on I the little that. one, it's it's no no issues whatsoever. So, you know, I try not to do the infamous crotch shop. Yeah, that drives me so. nuts, too. <laughs> but the, uh there was one other thing real quick uh i think it's gopro somebody had a crazy video recently i saw and like the gopro was moving towards them fighting the fish and it kept like do you know what that is um so yeah i think that is a it's probably that the 360 gopro um there's oh. been two versions that came out they made a major improvement to what the other one was um but what that does is basically shooting 360 degrees basically almost all the way around you and so if you are catching a fish that's not the the camera doing that that's probably the editing and you're able to zero in on that so it's able to um you know capture that and you can kind of mess with the image itself uh in the editing process The, the camera is not physically doing that while you're out gotcha. of the water. I was about to say, because I was like, 
he was fighting it, and then all of a sudden it like zoomed in on the fish. Yeah. I was like, whoa, that was cool. Yeah, I think that's what that is. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I'd be willing to bet on it. So, gotcha. All righty, dude. You good? I am good. I'm just looking at the price of this thing. Yeah, the 360 is pretty expensive. 549, I think. It's actually 399 right now. Yeah, there was a there was a version that came out when I brought uh, when I bought my Hero Eight, and the thing that I heard that was a little weird about it was that it wasn't very compatible with your standard uh, video editing software. Mm. Like it was hard to something weird about. I don't know, maybe tying it in with the if you had other cameras or that the file format was weird. I don't know. Like it was it was almost like you had to use GoPro's editing software or something like mm-hmm. that. Like I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. I just remember reading something to that effect and that's why that's why I kind of avoided it cuz I actually considered using that as uh, buying one for the front facing stuff and I ended up not doing it. So hmm. interesting. But the the new one from what I understand is much more improved and that could be like one camera kind of deal you know what i mean like you you may not need to buy multiple camera angles like that thing mm-hmm. if it's recording basically in a 360 degree pattern that that's all you need you know yeah and, um it from what i understand it's it's pretty sweet i think uh kurt smith has one if i remember correctly now i can't oh. remember but i thought he said he got one or was going to get one but i know alan reed has one so I haven't even seen much of him lately. Yeah, he's uh I kind of get to, took a little hiatus from stuff, but huh. all righty, man. Well, good episode. I don't know how we turned it into 50 minutes, but we did. <laughs> it's all good. Like I said, if you, even if it's 30 minutes, it's fine. I don't know. Well, we'll get out, dude, and we'll uh mess around with these some more, hopefully in the future or at least next season or whatever. Do some gonna, winter fishing, man. Yeah, I'd like to do that too. So That'd be kind of cool video. Yeah, that would be so, cool. Hopefully, these things run good in cold weather. That was the one thing I haven't done. So, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but all right, well, everybody, thanks again for listening to the final cast, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to go check out our website at Paddle, the letter N, and Fin.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at Paddle and Fin. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at Paddle, the letter N, and Fin at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Paddle and Fin on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button and app just makes for a better time on the water and creates a virtual logbook for every fishing outing out on the water shout out to rocktown adventures located in northern illinois for all your kayaking camping and hiking needs shout out to jig masters jigs when in doubt get the jig out go to jigmasters.com Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. (laughs) Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss life on the water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) The destination for outdoor entertainment.
On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.